Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review, and a massive, massive Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, we hope you've had an absolutely fantastic time with friends and family over the festive period, and uh, it is now hotting up as we have moved into the transfer window. It is wide open, it is here, and we go again uh, with all these different rumours of players coming to the club, uh, players going out of the club, etc. Uh, but I must state, before we do this again, uh, for anyone that jumps on us, this is just what has been linked in the media and we talk about those players uh, and what they might bring to the Newcastle United squad should they sign. We reiterate, we are not in the know, we don't know what's happening. We will announce things as the club announce things, which is uh, in our way the proper way to do it, instead of winding people up the garden path. Um, but it's interesting looking at some of the rumours because they are picking up pace on certain players. Certain players have died down uh, and um, it seems like we have some targets in place. But of course, another issue is the injury to Matt Target as well. Um, that was announced, I think, yesterday. Uh, and he's out for a period of time. Uh, no time length has been given on that. But certainly the way um, Eddie Howe has spoken to uh, media, it, it could be a while. Uh, and of course, John Joe Shelby. Now, does that change the way we look at who's going to be signing for Newcastle, the players involved? Uh, it's all very, very exciting for us as Newcastle fans uh, because, like I said, you know what we said in the summer, we've never had transfer windows like this before where we're linked with such uh, quality uh, players. Uh, but it's what positions that we need to improve in. Um, now, whether Eddie has looked at you know Mon uh, Leeds United performance and thought, right, we need something here, we need something there, uh, I don't think you can take too much from that game because I really do think the weather played a huge part as well. Um, and we didn't lose. We didn't concede a goal either. So the, the, it's not uh, all doom and gloom. Uh, but if you do enjoy today's show, guys, as usual, please do hit that like button for us. And if you're new to the channel and like what you see, uh, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Come and be part of the Tune Review community. And also that bell, which will let you know when we go live, upload a video, or we uh, schedule a show. And as usual, guys, if you'd like to donate to the channel, uh, you can hit that dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments, and that will take you through that way. And there's also an opportunity to join the Tune Review if you hit that join button, the green one just underneath the video, uh, and become a member. Uh, lots of prizes for the members to come as well. Good afternoon, Mr. Alex Stato. How are we? Not too bad. Very good. Transfer yeah. is open finally. So It is. Uh, exciting times. Uh, certainly another news coming in this morning. It seems to be... Uh, it seems to be non-stop, doesn't it? Yeah, it's positive. Um, and th this time around, we've got a bit more uh, clarity with who we're going to sign in theory, yeah. because in the previous windows, uh, we we were at a point where we could have signed anybody. Mm -hmm. Every position needed improving somewhat. Um, everybody needed a backup. We needed to improve the entire squad. Whereas now we've got sort of, We've got a better idea of what we need to improve and where we, yeah. we all we're all under the under the impression that we need sort of tri a trippier understudy or a youngster mm -hmm. or a backup because he doesn't seem to be too keen on Mankio crafts out. Um, there's a general consensus that we want a, a strong midfielder, whether that's to improve in the eight role or whether it's to free Bruno. That's quite a general consensus as well. So there's yeah. a lot of um, there's a lot more clarity on where we're going to go. So yeah, a lot of the players that we're linked with, although it's still speculation. Mm. Um, there's a, it seems a lot more genuine. Yep. And we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Toon Dave, thank you very much for your £5 super chat. Uh, he says, good afternoon, Paul Stato and all the two TTR family. Uh, Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Roll on this team and the window. How are the lads? Thank you very much, Dave. Um, Shane, 
Uh, hello to you over in Australia. Uh, good morning, gents. Excited about the Kowal news. Uh, can't wait to see who's on the list today. Yeah, of course, Garan Kowal, uh, Eddie Howe has already spoken about him this morning, and um, it seems like he will be still going out on loan. Um, what he said is he might put Kowal in with the first team training for a few days, but the objective still hasn't changed about sending him out on loan uh, to a good team. But he did stipulate it has to be a good team and a good coach, Alex. But he can also go on loan to an English team. And just before you answer that, uh, we have a new member, Andrew Dawson. Welcome to Members Club. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for being part of the Toon Review family and welcome. Um, yeah, so he's, he's he can go on loan over here, Alex, which is very interesting. Yeah, there's a few clubs that would, um, I think, would be a good fit for him and a good fit for the clubs. I think he could go to a club like Fulham or Brighton um, and get minutes and, and, and help the squad. Don't see any any reason why not. Mm-hmm. Um, although Brighton fans might, might might argue with that, and I haven't seen too much of Qual. I've seen I've seen a bit. Um, I, I don't know if Championship is the right level for him. Potentially, potentially not. Mm. It'd be nice. Uh, I, I like the idea of him staying in the first team setup for at least a couple of weeks and having a, you know, because they might change their mind. You never know. You yeah, never know. Maybe. After seeing him, because you know they they will have seen him extensively in scouting. Um, scouting videos and in person but they, they they won't have had the opportunity to to spend 20 30 40 hours with him on the training pitch so if they spend that time with him they might go oh you, you know what maybe he does this better than we anticipated maybe this maybe that well is um, there a chance alex that he plays in one of the cup games do you think i mean ooh, it's, 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 a, it's a random thing to say but do you think eddie might just say right let's even if he's on the bench you know he, he comes on for 20 minutes um, against probably, I would say FA Cup, Sheffield Wednesday is more more better for him than a quarter final to come straight in and and, and do anything. But away at Sheffield Wednesday, you know, give him I don't know whether he plays you know an hour or he plays the last half an hour. That would be interesting because if he was to really star, does that swing Eddie's mind and, and say right, well maybe he can stay around the first team. Mm, I think it's a it's a fair suggestion that he might be included in the match day squad, um, as we've had a few fixtures in recent months where the 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 bench has been flooded with young names. We've had a few yeah. players out or rested or or whatever, and we've had a lot of youngsters on the bench. So it's not it's not ludicrous to say he'll be on the bench. It's very possible if he trains this week, he's fit, he's not jet lagged, he plays he plays shows you know good stuff in training. He could mm. be on the bench. Uh, that doesn't guarantee he's going to get on the pitch. Um, mm. You know, it makes a lot more. I mean, this is this is why there's a huge benefit to this five substitution rule. Uh, rule. It means we can, you know, test out a lot more things in in, in games when we're ahead or, or yeah. slightly easier games. Um, does he come on? I mean, in my opinion, obviously it, depends it would cup on... tie him if he was to go on loan to any other sort of. Well, I'm club. not sure they care about that necessarily because well, no, I think I'm... they would want him to play league minutes wherever he goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the issue arises. I, I think it depends what their plan is for players like Fraser, Richie, um, if they're going to give. Because generally he's been playing strong teams in the cup, but we, it, January is very congested, so he might have to. He might be forced into some rotation. Um, so the question is: Is he going to play Murphy? Is he going to give minutes to Murphy, Fraser, uh, and some of the other fringe players, hmm. or is he? Is he going to allow, you know, if, if the plan is for some of them to go away, such as Fraser and Richie, if they're going to go, then yeah. there have been reports of Fraser going as well this month. Um, yeah, there is. 
So and I think it would be maybe. it would be good for Fraser. I mean, I, I don't think Fraser's going to get much involvement anymore now. I I can't see that happening. Um, I, I do think a move away is probably his best option, even if it's a loan for the rest of the season, and then see what happens in the summer. Um, Contrary to popular belief, he's still twenty eight. This is well, supposed to yeah. be his peak. Yeah. Everybody thinks he's 30, 31. He's not. He's 28. It's the same well, age as he's Mickey. at his peak, but he's not as he's not his peak to play for Newcastle. And that's just the way it is now. He's he's he would do a good job for somebody else. I mean, possibly a move back to Bournemouth. I mean, who knows? Um, Metro Brown says, uh, Am I the only one who doesn't like uh, or want Tielemans? He goes missing more often than uh, not. Wrong mentality. Mm, I'm not sure. Uh, I quite like Tielemans. I mean, I can't disagree with that comment. He does go missing sometimes, and it's we, we haven't seen I, enough I, of I him have, though, have we? Really, he plays for Leicester. I've watched, we... I've watched a lot of Leicester games. To be fair, yeah, um, I, I've probably seen double figures Leicester games with him starting um, in the last couple of seasons. But is that the way Rodgers plays, Alex? Is it just gone stale there? You know, is he the type of player that maybe thrive coming under Eddie Howe in a new environment, new manager, and certainly more to offer him? I think their midfield is a bit. It it. Feels like it should be balanced and it just never is anymore. Yeah. We talked about this in the Leicester preview about Bubakari Samare and Ndidi just look great on paper. And then when it comes to it, they just don't do they just don't do the, the jobs that the role is 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 meant to is meant to have. And it's um I think it makes it it makes it tough for him. But he came, you know, he, he came out of our game, three nil defeat for Leicester. He came he got the highest rating. Um he got four or five tackles few shots and he was the only one that was dangerous fair enough he went missing a little bit um and it, it's a case of is he can we sort of make that not happen in our squad um because that wouldn't be tolerated mm. it wouldn't be tolerated at all you know Willock had a few wobbly moments and he's been he's been the one who's been substituted recently Eddie Howe if you have issues Eddie Howe will not play you very very yeah, simple exactly yeah um the wood is the only exception in that purely because oh, of injuries but anybody else who has you know when murphy struggled he's been replaced but when murphy plays well he gets back in the side eddie's mm. very fair with his selection uh in my opinion uh, I've, so. I've had it with chris wood to be honest if somebody came along and offered us a free take him on a free i'd, I'd drive him there myself at the minute i've had it with him um but uh sophia says that uh, newcastle's next nine games are live on tv uh, when was the last time that happened? Uh, well, uh, I have no idea, but it was probably a long time ago. Um, of course, the cup games are live and, and some of the league games. But remember, you can get them all on here. Uh, commentary live on the Tune Review. Uh, you can watch it on the TV, not the commentary. Often listen to the commentary on this channel. Uh, Wes says, uh, well, this has been a popular opinion, actually. Uh, Dubravka to Leicester, part of a deal. There's certainly nothing being said about that at the moment. That, that is just fan rumour, isn't it, at the moment? Uh, about Dubravka, I mean, a few journalists have come out and stated that absolutely, mm. there's not, there's nothing in that uh, that he was, he would come back and stay. Um, the the general consensus with with sort of, you know, Twitter analysts and things seems to be that Darlow would be the one to suffer, um, and obviously we still. We've still got um, Carrius, and we're not sure exactly what's going to happen there because I think his short-term yeah. contract is is until January. Oh. Um, so that you know, but we've not heard anything from the club officially. So obviously, it would appear he's still with the club because nothing's been nothing's been said, um, and they're probably figuring out what to do. Um, it doesn't mean it's impossible, though. I think it's I think it's a fair um, theory, and it would make sense. 
because Dubravka may want to go somewhere where he gets first-team football. Well, he did make a statement yesterday, didn't he? I, mean, I don't know whether you saw that, Alex. He made a statement yesterday saying that, um, you know, he, he's uh, he's glad to be back at Newcastle. It's his home. Um, it's, you know, he's he's been amazed with the performances this season. He's saying all the right things, isn't he, considering the controversy, I guess you could call it, about what he was, you know, tweeting about Man United and things like that. But a lot of other people have said, look, he's, he's gone on loan to Man United. That was his team at the at that point in time. He's obviously going to uh, put something out on social media saying, you know, hope we win and things like that. So, I mean, where do you stand on Dubravka? Do you, I don't personally think he's got a future now at the club. Um, I, I don't, I can't see him getting back in the team, certainly ahead of Nick Pope. Um, and, and backup-wise... You know, Carrius for me is our back. I, 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 I think Carrius should stay. But where, where do you stand on him? I, I, I love Dubravka. I think he was one of our best players for many years. Um, mm-hmm. But I think stylistically, he doesn't suit how we play right now. Yeah, I would prefer a clean break. I just mm-hmm. say, you know, I, I love him. I think he's a great goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. But his showings in preseason were abysmal. Um, yeah. We can't forget that. He was given a chance to fight for the number one he jersey. Was, he was. He messed up a lot uh, in preseason. He was very poor, conceded goals. Um, fair enough. It is only preseason. But um, even so, uh, and Carrius, we, we saw a bit from him, hmm. and that bit was very competent. He, he was coming out of his box aggressively, making good saves, good mentality, nice and strong. Um, and Darlo is, is, is not terrible. He's, you know, when he switched on, he can be okay, and he would be in theory second or third choice keeper. Um, and I think Dubravka has the most value, so why not use him? Yeah. You know, get get him out so he can. Uh, that sounds like a bad phrase. I mean, no, I, nice I know get him out so he can play minutes. Yeah, and continue be a goal his career keeper. elsewhere. Yeah, um, uh, rather than I think it might suit both parties, and it might help facilitate some players in for us. I think he's too so. good of a goalkeeper to sit on the bench, Alex, and I'm, I'm sure that. You know, a lot of Newcastle fans will feel that way, that Dubravka is, you know, he's not a number two. He shouldn't be a number two, um, you know, but Nick Pope is too good. I mean, he's been fantastic for us. Clean sheets. I just don't see how a number two gets minutes because yeah, Eddie Howe's a, even been yeah. favouring Nick Pope in all the cup competitions. In the cup games as well, Generally. Yeah. Apart from Tranmere with Darlow, mm. it, it's been Pope pretty much all the time. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a goalkeeper. They're not going to have their fitness yeah. completely wrecked by appearances. It's, it's just part and parcel of it. Yeah. Uh, Retro Andy, uh, he's got a comment here that we were talking about uh, before the show, Alex. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of that lad from Sunderland we are heavily linked with for £3 million. Now, is that the under-16 captain you were talking about earlier? Yeah, that's Chris Rigg. Um, so there's a few websites yes, reporting. So he's the under-16 England captain. Um, obviously, the Mackhams are not going to be very happy about that. Uh, but it's not just us linked with him. There's Man United and Liverpool and a few other clubs as well. Mm. But it's rumoured that we're going to pit them to him. Um Three million is the is the rumored reported bid, um, so it would be a good a good shout. That's a huge kick in the teeth for Sunderland um, as well, having their star under sixteen man going to the, the well, bitter, yeah. bitter rivals. Well, there's uh, more as well. I think what's the other guy's name? Uh, it is uh, is it somebody Watson? Yes, I can't remember yeah. his name. Somebody Watson. It is um, Watson. So definitely. There's, there's two or three youth players for for Sunderland, all rumored to be going. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Chris Riggs, the big one. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if anything comes of it. Indeed, uh, Bob Tyler says Ferlan Mendy would be a fantastic signing if reports are true. Uh, Jordy Boy, good afternoon, happy new year to you, mate. Great to see you. Keep your chin up as well. Joe Bentley says I've heard we've been linked uh, to Mendy from Real Madrid. 
Carl says, afternoon. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, ben says, hi from Australia. Uh, hello, Ben. Another one in Australia. Uh, House said target injury is not long-term in today's press conference. Yeah, he did, but he also said he didn't have a timescale on it. And I always worry when he says no timescale. And I think a lot of reporters have picked up on that as well uh, because I've read a couple of the Northeast uh, journalists today saying that um, it could be certainly weeks rather than days with my target, Alex. So um, he's not going to, you know, if he hasn't got a, anything back from the medical team, he, he can't say anything, can he? Yeah, and it, it might breathe some life into these le- uh, fullback slash left-back transfer rumours. Um, as you know, if, if Dan Byrne picks up a knock, I mean, what what do we do? I mean, would we play Jamal Lewis as an attacking left back in this system again against some of the top sides in the Premier League? Yeah, it's a stretch. I, I understand he he was he looked okay at the start of Eddie House tenure. I get that, but we 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 are also not the same team as we were at the start of Eddie House tenure. So, mm. um, yeah, it's a tricky one. I, I I would I would definitely see us if this is. Worse than imagined, then I could definitely see us also going for a left back. I mean, there have yeah. been a lot of left back links recently in recent I weeks. Have, yeah, we keep doing transfer shows and we keep going, Why are we linked with this left back? And yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe there are reasons. Uh, Craig Lee's asking if Trippier is out or not. Uh, conflicting reports, he's not, he's he's got four yellow cards. Um, the other one was a cup game, I do believe, which is why where, where the confusion came from. He has four Premier League yellow cards and is available for the Arsenal game. So don't panic. Yeah, it's hit him and Cher are both on four. So if either of them get another one, yeah, they'll take a one-game suspension. Yeah. But there is only two. There's only two games remaining in that before it gets white. Before they get so white, if they yeah. can survive these next two yeah. fixtures without a booking, they won't get a suspension. So, exactly. but if they need to make a tackle, they'll have to make a tackle. So, of course they will. I mean, it look, it, it's part and parcel of the game. You know, picking up yellows, getting suspensions. It, it's part of the game, and uh, that's why we want to build this squad so we've got quality to replace quality. And we've said that. Since the summer, you know, that's what Eddie Howe will be looking for to have a squad where if he takes a player off, he can replace him with the same or similar quality. And that's what we're looking for in this transfer window. Uh, Edward Gorn, thank you for another 200 yen. Thank you very much for your uh, recent donations, mate, and your continued uh, support of the channel. Really appreciate that. Uh, He says, two good windows so far. Trust the team. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no reason to doubt that, that you know Eddie and the backroom staff, and um, certainly the way Ashworth's performed has been uh, pretty much sensational since he's come in. So certainly no reason to to doubt any of them. Um, Billy Ace, uh, good afternoon. Uh, v says, uh, will you be going through what's going on with the Bravka a possible swap deal? We've just been talking about it, V. So there you go. Um, a lot of people can uh, you know confirming that uh, Trip is on four yellows. Uh, Moore says, uh, who does everyone think will be the first player through the door? Uh, I thought it would be Harrison Ashby, Alex. I must admit, I, I think uh, the, the young West Ham player, you know, from what we're hearing from the West Ham side of things, is that that deal is pretty much done. Yeah, I mean, this is the first working day of the year. Um, yeah. Well, no, it's not. This counts not, as a bank, bank holiday. holiday. Yeah. So, the, if there's anything pre-agreed, we would only know tomorrow. So yeah. it's impossible to know. It doesn't mean that because nobody's come in yet, it doesn't mean that nothing's been pre-agreed. There might have been stuff pre-agreed in November, December mm. that we might that might come to light tomorrow. We yeah. might hear news about Carrius tomorrow. We might hear news about younger players incoming tomorrow. But mm. it's we've got to wait until the first working day of the month in theory. Exactly. Um, 
uh, unless they operate on bank holidays, I, I would imagine not, but we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, Mike Henderson, thanks for your two euro 49 uh, super sticker, much appreciated. Um, Fez, Trippier's playing, mate. Don't you worry about that. He'll be in the team. Uh, overthinking, underthinking. It's a super stoked for a transfer window. Madison would be fantastic, but not too keen on Tielemans. Uh, doesn't seem to have the uh, intensity we demand. I'm sure Alex can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, love to the Toon Review family. Uh, well, we've talked about him earlier, Alex. I mean, he could. He looks like that at Leicester, but then moving yeah. forward, we've just said, under Eddie Howe could be a completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, it's not clear whether he can't just... He, he might be able to give the intensity. He might just not be doing it at Leicester for whatever reason, yeah. formation, manager, motivation. Just there, there could be a number of reasons. It doesn't mean he can't do it. Look at how many lethargic players we had a year ago that exactly. are absolute monsters right Who now. Who we thought it, had no hope. Yeah. You know, there's of course there's going to be another level athletically for Tielemans. I'm sure there is. Um, yeah, yeah, and if is. anybody's going to get that out of him, it will definitely be Eddie Howe. Mm. Uh, Ken Robinson, good afternoon. Hi, Paul and Alex and TDR family. Uh, now that the window is open, has Danielle passed the checkbook back to Amanda or maybe a spending spree? Uh, Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, well, we will have to wait and see. Um, Craig says, according to a few different places, he's out for five yellows. He's definitely not, Craig. Definitely, okay? Don't worry. Um, uh, hi, Paul D. Happy New Year to you and your family. Cheers, Andrew. Uh, I'm loving the matching mic and tracky top. <laughs> yeah, uh, why not? Um Alison says, afternoon, guys. Hope you're both well and happy new year. Thanks, Alison. Um, uh, Ada says, happy new year, guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget, guys, to uh, like and subscribe if you are new to the channel as well. Uh, Adam says, I think Tielemans is more likely than Madison this window. Uh, due to him only having six months remaining on his contract, Leicester might prefer selling him first to cash in. Uh, that would be the logical thing for Leicester to do, uh, Alex, wouldn't it? Because, you know, they, they don't want to lose him on a free. Yeah. I mean, this is all kind of falling into place at the moment. So he's um, obviously his contract expires in the summer. His, his wages are rumored to be around 35,000 pounds, which are very modest, but that is because he, you know, he was a, a super, super wonder kid um, that came out of Belgium uh, and elect. And he, they took a punt on him because people weren't sure if he was going to be incredible or not. Um, he was very, very good. Let's not forget, he's, he's won them an FA Cup and stuff, and he's been incredible for them. Um, six months left on his contract. Uh, Rumoured 15, 20, 25 million. There's been tons of numbers thrown out there. Um, logically, yeah, it makes more sense to get Tiananmen's than it does Madison. Um, yeah. It would be easier in theory, um, mm. especially because... So there were rumours today that Leicester have bid 20 million for uh, Azadine uh, Unahi, the midfielder from from An Anger or spelt Angers, the, the French side. I think it's um, Angers, Alex. Angers. That may be the first uh, first time I've yeah. I've ever known Don't something. Do uh, well, clearly, uh, it's Angers. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm chuffed with that. I've got one over you at last, but never mind. And um, Arsenal are a bit busy as well. Obviously, yeah. Arsenal have been heavily linked with Tielemans, and they've. Um, they are. Conf it's pretty definite now. They're going in for Mudrik. It's definite. It's well, not. Yeah, it's not I just mean, speculation. Arsenal um, kind of are in a position though, Alex, where they can attract a Mudrik because of the position they're in right now. They're seven yes. points clear in the Premier League. They're having a a wonderful, wonderful season uh, and playing some I think, wonderful football. In reference to the Mudrik, I think that makes um, Tielemans a bit easy for us because they're yeah not not distracted. The wrong word, but they are focusing on this deal. Um, they have reportedly had a 40 million plus 20 million in add-ons rejected. 
So, and they're going to go back in. Yep. So they've had a, effectively 60 million rejected and they're going to need to go back in with more. Mm. So it feels like a, a pretty clean run to just go and get, especially if they're, if they're looking for a replacement for Tiena Mons. Absolutely. Um, um, Rat, yeah. uh, you're wrong, mate. Uh, he says, you do know he has no work permit, which means he can't play for us or in England. So why are we mentioning Kual? He did not get enough games for his country, Alex. Uh, so he has no foreign permit. You are wrong. He has got a permit. It's been confirmed by the press and the club. Um, the club have even spoken about sending him out on loan to another Premier League side. Um, that I know for, it was said this morning, uh, so he can. Um, he did play enough to gain a work permit. Uh, but look, we'll see where he goes at the end of the day. Uh, Ada says, I thought Trippier has five yellow cards. Uh, no, he doesn't. It's four. Uh, Steve says, Anderson needs to go out on loan to a championship side. He's learning nothing sitting on the bench. Yeah, he's got a bit stale, hasn't it, for, for Anderson at the moment. Uh, Devin, good afternoon. Um, uh, Kuhl has to go to Germany or Italy or Holland, have no work permanently. Look, if he goes there, that's fine. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see what he does. Um, well, yeah, that's your choice to listen to that. Uh, Kuhl has a rare talent that doesn't seem to matter who he plays against. He could make a difference against anyone, says Ben. Uh, Lofty says, what about Ward-Prowse? Not for me. I don't think he... Considering what we've got at the minute, I don't think Ward-Prowse would be an option. Uh, Solis says, afternoon, uh, everyone. Happy New Year to all. Let's hope we follow on the last year with some smart transfers. Uh, Julie J says, here's a thought. With Tottenham in turmoil, would it be a, would it be a good idea to nab Kane? Uh, no, Julie. Um, I'm not sure Harry Kane sees Newcastle as his next... Um, as his next uh, club. But you know what? You, you never know in football. Uh, but he, he can't be happy there at the minute. I mean, it's just falling apart at Tottenham. It really is. Craig says, I've always been a huge Telemans fan. Play anywhere in midfield. Uh, play as a deep playmaker for Belgian. Quality player. Unhappy at Leicester. Can't blame him. Uh, good afternoon, Julie. Uh, Julie J says, the three I mainly want are Madison, Telemans and Trossard. Uh, Alex, do you want to get your first one up on the screen, maybe? Or... Yeah, I'm just trying to look about this. I'm trying to look up information on this work permit. I mean, there's nothing concrete. It has been reported by a bunch of um, media outlets. It's not, and the, but they've not linked any sources confirming it. So it's just no. But they've, they've brought Brighton into the equation one um, or two times because of the links with Dan Ashworth, of course. Um, they it would be strange for them to report on that if it wasn't true because it would. Yeah. That, you know, right? Well, we'll see. We'll them. see. We'll we'll just have to wait and see. That's that's um, the bottom line. I mean, we, we don't know. Uh, while you're doing that, Shane says, uh, since when have our fans become experts in player mentality? Tillemans is a great player and would instantly improve our team. Uh, I'm with you, Shane. I, I, do, I really like him. Uh, Mike, thanks for another 99 uh, cents. Uh, uh, super chat. Thank you very much, my friend. Um, Gareth says, good afternoon. Both happy new year. Thank you very much. Uh, Craig says, my three, Concedo, uh, Concedo, Madison and Tony. Stand by, Tony. Put him in counselling. He has his problems, but would be an excellent upfront for us. Uh, argue not to uh, name him as it's the club that gets punished. Uh, Samantha, good afternoon to you. Foster says, I get a notification on football app saying Carrius was gone, but no idea if that's true. Uh, no. no. I haven't um, heard that. No, I haven't heard it either. Uh, you've just gone off. It's gone off the screen again, Alex. Yeah, it's, it's here. There okay. you go. Okay, so the first player today that we are focusing on, 
Well, there's a surprise. It's Yuri Tielemans. Take it away, Alex. I mean, we might as well start off with a bit of fun. Does Paul want to try saying his uh, his place of birth? Yeah. Can you see uh, that? His place of birth. Hang on a minute. Ooh. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, it, look, if I'm going as, as English, I'm saying St. Peter's uh, Liu. Uh, Liu. Um, <laughs> Haven't got the foggiest. No it's got to be St. Peter's. I mean, that's St. Peter's in front. In, 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 in French, isn't it? Saint Peter. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to Saint Peter's Lou, but never mind. Yeah, so Yuri Tielemans, we might as well start off with him because it's it's all everybody's talking about. Um, I am gonna do a typical me thing and just say that he's got the same amount of goal contributions as Maxi has, and Maxi's played 400 minutes, but he's terrible according to everybody else. So yeah. anyway, we, I digress. You had to get it in. You <laughs> I had, had to, to get, get it in. in. I had Every to get transfer show, it's fine. And I've also just learned about FB Ref as well for our for our viewers from from abroad. If you hover over the wages, it actually converts it all into euros and dollars. So there you go. Uh, I'm assuming it's it's US dollars. So apologies for any of the Australians there. Um, that's not that's not your dollars, dollar ruse. Uh, so six months left in his contract. Thirty five thousand a week is brilliant. Um, as you know, we we generally talk about how we've got our, our top wage cap seems to be somewhere around 100 and 145 even that some people have suggested it is but it's somewhere around that so we could yeah. double you know we could double his wages easily give him two and a half possibly even three times that um which he would want <clears throat> mm. so still got a good amount of uh, goal contributions for his minutes from midfield 2xg 2.5 uh, expected assists so he should he's kind of there thereabouts what, what he should be getting yeah 17 appearances from just under 1,300 minutes. Uh, and if we scroll down to have a look at the the meat of it, the real stuff, um, very, very nice spread. Not not hyper-elite in anything. Well, I say hyper-elite, you know, it, it is um, sort of top 20% in I mean, important I think stats. The thing, I think the things you're looking for in Tillemans, Alex, are pretty much green there. So yeah, what I we'd mean, be looking for him to do. Like I said, against us, he got the highest rating for Leicester. He got four or five tackles and interceptions. He was, and this is this is reflected in his overall stats. So this is, mm -hmm. so this is based on more than just his minutes this season. This is based on twenty seven hundred minutes and includes mm -hmm. his minutes in the in the Champions League, Europa League, um, in in the actual Premier League. So it's counting everything. Um, so he's playing at a high level. Uh, I'm I'm unsure as to whether it includes his international appearances. It, it may not, but even so. Um, the tackles and blocks are in there, which would imply, you know, we, we want that in our team and that, yeah. that's positive. Obviously we don't, since FB ref has been taken over by Opta, we don't get the the pressures anymore. Unfortunately, all the, all the work rate statistics have all been sort of taken and put behind paywalls for all the clubs. Uh, cause, cause they want money for all this software and yeah. all these data yeah. platforms. Um, progressive passes is really, really important. You know, I'm sure everybody's still really frustrated that we didn't take three points against Leeds. I know it's a point and it was still fine. It was a reasonably good performance apart from the finishing. Mm. Um, so this guy is, is got the, he's got the stats in the right area. He can progress the ball. He's dangerous. He's technical. Um, so he's creating 3.31 shots for his teammates every match, which is incredible. So yeah. I think that's the two, two actions leading up. So two offensive actions directly leading to a shot, such as passes, dribbles, drawing fouls. So this is great. This is going to help teammates get more shots. Obviously, mm -hmm. we've just got to make sure that the teammates doing the shooting are uh, also better than, than have been. Um, <clears throat> well, um, passes is nice and high as well. 
Um, passes attempted at 64. Pass completion rate is a little bit low, uh, but I would argue that he is the the guy um, <clears throat> sort of given the responsibility at trying a lot more dangerous ball progression more often than not. So he's not going to have the highest success rate if he's the one always required to play those dangerous passes. Um, and his stat matches are, are very, very flattering as well with Kamavinga at first. Um, yeah. I mean, he's considered, considered to be like one of the next best midfielders on the planet. So... That, that's very good. And he keeps good company with Jean Moutinho in there, who's incredible. Kovacic, Rakitic, Thiago Alcantara, oh. uh, John McGinn even in there, which is interesting. But I think this pretty much supports for me. <clears throat> I know somebody mentioned earlier that he's versatile and can play anywhere in the midfield. I don't see this guy ever playing as a six. I'd be surprised. Um, that being said, I, I don't think Longstaff, I didn't think he would play as a six, but he, he's, he's done all right with it. I just oh. think this guy's skill set is... It's similarly to Bruno in a way that it's just he's just going to be a lot better at eight. Um, Bruno does have a lot of competencies to play at six, but I think we'd all agree we would like to see Bruno have a little bit more freedom because of some of the assists he's got and goals he scored. He's very good at closer to the uh, opposition's box. And I think Tielemans as well. I think mm -hmm. he's one of these that would be wasted if we play him deep all the time. Yeah. I think if he comes in, I think he plays as an eight. I think he plays um, in Longstaff's position. Um, obviously, Leicester don't play in a 4-3-3, um, so let's swap to his um, sofa score. This valuation is nonsense. This doesn't factor in um, his contract, at least I'm pretty sure anyway, because that's, that's nonsense. Uh, nearly 26 as well, so he's the right age profile for us. Uh, where am I going? Let's scroll down to... Uh, he didn't start in the Liverpool game. Um, you can see in the lineups, they favoured uh, a funny whatever this is, a 4-2-3-1. They've gone with some uh, Bubakari, Samari, and Ndidi just for a bit more... See, I want to say stability and rigidity, if that's a word, but they don't offer that. They they used to, but they just don't anymore. They just don't offer that at all. Um, they, they went for, for Dewsbury Hall in the 10 role. Um, obviously, no Madison. Uh, so if we go back to our game, which will be a nice one to look at because most people watched it. So, you you know, you'll be able to relate to it. As yep. you can see, he's the highest rated player uh, on the Leicester side, um, partnering with Bubakari Samari, who made a lot of mistakes in that game, that being said. Mm -hmm. So scroll over to Tielemans. You can see his heat map. He was where he was meant to be um, with his 93 touches. Struggled with the pass accuracy, but that's to be expected against us because we hunt people down constantly and make it hard for people to play passes. Leicester was struggling mm. to, to get passes together. Um, and he, you can see statistically, he was the one trying to make things happen. He tried five crosses, only got one of them to a teammate, but four out of seven long balls as well. Um, really scrappy with the ground drills, six out of eight. So he was doing pretty well with his ground drills. I don't remember that visually, but you know, I do remember him having good spells in the game, completed a dribble. Um, and then you can see down the bottom there that he got his four tackles uh, as well, which is which mm. is pretty tidy. There was there um, was parts of the game that Leicester did, you know, try and attack us. So I presume, you know, that's that's why because <laughs> there was you know ten minute spells where obviously because the the home team they were going to push at one stage. Yeah, indeed. Um, and he was he was instrumental in that. Obviously, this is against MK Don, so this is less of a you know an indication. And then it's difficult to take anything from the Belgium games in the World Cup because Belgium as a whole were abysmal. Martinez is a fraud of a manager. Um, yeah, you're a big fan of his, aren't you? I think he's awful. Absolutely awful. <laughs> I'm, it's going to be very sad when he comes back into league football. I think he's going to be the next Steve Bruce. He's useless. Oh, my God. Um, 
So yeah, there's there's not much more to say about Tielemans because no. we we've talked I, about him look, on and off for I, a very long I, time. I like him. I must admit, I, I really like him, and I think you know all this stuff about him. You know, not really performing at Leicester. If you look at some of the goals he scored even this season and his performances for Leicester in the past, it's just simply gone stale at Leicester, and he's not the only yeah. one. If you look at that that Leicester squad. Some of those players in that squad are way better than they've been performing this season. It's just for some reason gone very stale at Leicester. And I don't know why, whether it's the manager, whether something's not right there. But I do think a Yuri Tielemans, he's still of a good age. He still could thrive under Eddie Howe. I'm sure Eddie Howe would get the better out of him because one thing that Eddie wouldn't allow him to do is strop about. You know, if he strops about, like you mentioned before on the show, Alex, Anyone who does that with Eddie, you won't play. Simple as that. Yeah. You, you, you've got to be, uh, you've got to buy into what Eddie's doing. You've got to buy into the team morale, and you've got to stay that way. Um, otherwise, it's not. You're out. It's not always about stropping about as well. It's it's everybody's right when they're questioning his athleticism. To play in our midfield, you have got to be an athlete. Yeah, like the yeah. amount of ground that our eights and our six cover is outrageous. The amount of ground that Bruno has to cover, purely purely because of our system, because um, you would imagine if, if Tielemans at any point gets minutes in the six, mm-hmm. if we've still got Dan Burn and Trippier and we're playing in this manner, the amount of ground Bruno has to cover is phenomenal. It's outrageous yeah. how much ground he has to cover. Joe Linton, uh, the same, Longstaff. Well, you look at the end of the game or when they're substituted, um, Alex, they are absolutely panned when they Almiron was absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Bruno in the cup against Bournemouth, 15 minutes before full time, he was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And Eddie was like, no, give us a bit more. Give us. They were absolutely destroyed. These these lads are giving everything for the cause. And the 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 athleticism you need to play in our midfield is has to be elite. It, oh, we are, elite. we are, yeah. in terms of fitness levels, we are elite now. We can say that. We are mm-hmm. one of the top teams in Europe for in the world for fitness. Yeah. So to play in our midfield, this is ignoring technical ability. This is just about fitness. You have to be elite. Um, and he would have to definitely find another gear 100 um guys we've got 750 watching which is incredible thank you so much for uh spending uh, an hour or so with us this afternoon uh it really means a lot if you are enjoying the show please don't forget to hit the like button and come and subscribe if you're new uh become part of this community it's a fantastic community as you can see in the chat as well so please do subscribe lots of newcastle content on here but we do have lots of non-newcastle fans as well so come and be a part of it um we also have merchandise. So start off, well, start off the uh, the right way. Get something to support the Tune Review, and this is where you can find it. So let's get down, let's get down to business. So there you go, the tunereview.co.uk, your place to go for all things merchandise. Um, and also, as uh, so many wonderful people have already done on the show, if you'd like to donate to the channel, hit that dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments and they'll take you through. Uh, interesting um, from Alex here, uh, Alex McTeer. He says, uh, can you see Isak being ready uh, for the 8th of January as in- intimated by Eddie earlier? I have concerns with Isak, not very much being said about him. And this situation, is he really injured? Back to this old chestnut, Alex. Uh, I... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course he's injured. Yeah. It, and it, and he's just... been, he's been f- funny that as he's 
as he's returning from injury, he started appearing in pictures. He gave us the, he was in part of the Christmas, yeah. Merry Christmas videos, which is fine. You know, as soon as he said he's, he's as soon as it's been said he's back, he started mm-hmm. appearing in the club content because it's fine. He's back. Like he's yeah. just needs time to make sure he's not going to get an injury reoccurrence and to make sure he's ready and match fit. Mm-hmm. You've got to remember, as we've just alluded to, our style is quite tough. Um, he's got to be playing, you know, he's got to be in tip top shape. So, yeah, indeed. Uh, heard we're linked with Ivan Freshnera. Any credibility to that? Uh, yeah, credibility, tough, but <clears throat> I, th- I think Craig Hopes mentioned it. So I think that's fair to say that's credible enough to mention. Um, he got, so Nixon got pictured with uh, uh, Fresneda's agent um, in the Valladolid against um, Real Madrid game. So, mm. and there are rumors of a 10 million euro bid. Um, so it's very possible. It's very possible. He, we've reviewed him on a transfer show a few weeks ago and his name's cropped up again. Yeah. Um, so maybe. Who, who knows? There, there is more chatter of him, though. That's definitely true. Mm. Uh, Tielemans will ask for high wages. He's not good enough to deserve 100 grand a week. Uh, uh, I mean, he won an FA Cup for Leicester. I think that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. uh, Midfield says V and wingers, even if they're just better backups. Uh, Julie's hashtag and Frenchness again. Uh, Leandro Trossard may be not sure of his current situation at Brighton uh, at the moment. Uh, well, he's a very good player, I do know that, but he hasn't I mean, that, been... that's all gone quiet. Yeah, he's not really been linked, is he? It was linked a bunch a while ago when we did it in the transfer show, and then since then, there's been there's been nothing from journalists, nothing mm. from in the nose. Um, which you know, I know we don't necessarily listen to all of them, but if there's no links, no chatter, no rumors, then there's not mm. really much point in in reviewing the possibility. Absolutely. If he starts getting talked about again, then we might have another look at him, but um, it's quiet at the moment. So, yep. uh, Foxy says, hey everyone, happy new year. And to you, buddy. Uh, Madison looks set for surgery on that knee, so it's a deal we should stay well away from. Uh, Andy says, uh, we need a defensive midfielder so we can play Bruno in more of an attacking midfield role. Uh, Bravo Mo says, do we really need Tielemans? I'm not sure. Um mm, uh, love the green hair, Paul. Brave look. Green hair? I think somebody's colorblind. Do I look like I've got green hair? Not on my screen. No, not on mine either. Uh, I mean, there's I bits need... of green in, in the in the shirt behind you on the frame, but that's... Yeah, there is. Uh, but it. look, there's a green screen behind us. It may well be a slight shadow. I don't know. Uh, but I certainly haven't got green hair, Ian. I, I, I think you've been on the old... Uh, for quite a few days now, matey, so... Uh, Get your eyes sorted. Uh, Lee says, we still need a, a right back, not left. Uh, Trip, you can play left back. And I still believe in Lewis. Wow. Uh, Shakhtar not to, talking unless they get 85 million for Mudrik. Um, Ian says, beautiful day in the northeast here. Not a cloud in the blue sky. Hope it's a metaphor for NUFC's remaining season. Uh, indeed. Um, well, we've got we've got nearly eight hundred watching now, so it's it's even more. And I just seen a comment before from someone again commenting that I'm miles behind the comments. Uh, I'd just like to say that when we have this many people watching, the comments come in every, literally every second. You can't keep up with them; it is an impossibility. And yeah. like unlike other channels, I do try and get through as many as I can. So you know, pipe down. Pipe. If we down. read every comment, we wouldn't review any players, and then exactly. it'd be point, it would just be pointless. It, it just, yeah, oh, Jesus. Um, 
Anyway, who's the next player you've got there, Alex? Ooh. So I have a brother of somebody we have reviewed recently. So everybody's well, does been crying begin out. with a T? It does. Well, there you go. Kefren Turam. Uh, what, Turam Uli? Interesting. Yeah, I think he's a half-brother. I've not actually double-checked that. It's just like reading. I, I, think he, I think they're not full brothers. I could be lying there. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Um, yeah, so Italian, but French. Uh, doesn't play in the Bundesliga like his, bro- like his brother. Um, plays for Nice. Um, nice is hilarious as well. You'll see in a bit when I show you some of the people that play for Nice, it's hilarious. They, they've just mm. picked up scraps from the Premier League, essentially. They have. They, um, they are the scrapyard of European football, Nice. It seems to be. Uh, so this is one of the guys uh, mentioned in abundance in regards to our midfield recruitment, whether it's in number six or number eight or just anywhere. Um, he, he is younger. He's a good age profile. He's not ready-made. He's not going to be a 25, 26-year-old that's going to come and slot straight in as a, as a senior player. Um, <coughs> although Botman is of a similar age profile, yeah. completely is fine. So it just depends. Um, wages, very, very moderate. I'll hover over it so people can see the you know, the difference uh, in currency there. But it's, it's, it's very moderate. We would, I mean, we could increase that tenfold. His agent would also be looking at probably something similar, close to a... Close to 100, but we'll see. Um, maybe less because of his age. We might be able to get, get keep it low. Yeah. Um, a thousand minutes in league on this season, 500 in the conference league. He's only got assists to his name, but it, that is, you know, based on his play style. Six foot three, so he's a unit. He, he's a bit of a tank, um, right footed. So if we scroll down and have a look at his um, graphics, there we go. If we can fit everything on the screen at the once. Let me move over so it doesn't block the comments. Um, so very well-rounded profile here. Very, very well-rounded. Uh, good amount of passes per 90. Exceptional pass completion completion rate in the top 20%. Yep. Dribbles completed as well. is very competent considering he's a bit more of a defensive player. Um, contributes a lot as well here. The fact that his non-penalty XG uh, and his, his assists, his expected assist is so high. Um, nice and... General profile is not spiking in anything specifically, although his dribbles are quite freakish uh, considering his profile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reminds me a little bit of Joe Linton in that he's, he's quite technically good and a bit of a unit. So once he goes on a once he goes on a stroll, it's quite hard to stop him. Really, he's one of them, um, and that is supported by his statistical matches. You've got the likes well, of I see Alexis McAllister in there, who was absolute yep. quality in the World Cup. World Cup winner, of course. Brighton released a little video today of him returning back to yeah. back to the training camp and them congratulating him. Um, so the stats uh, and his profile kind of back up that he's a, he's a good ball carrier and he's, mm-hmm. he's very strong. Um, Rabiot is a water carrier himself. Uh, Endombele nah, has struggled, but when he's been on form, he's been elite. Um, he, yeah. he has struggled though, um, and just yeah, Thomas Partey is is also an elite defensive midfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got some really, really good names in here. Valverde, like he, he's got good company in this list. Um, and if we go and scroll over to his uh, sofa score, so there he is. And um, we will scroll. Oh, let's do our standard thing where we pretend he's that's lower the value. Yeah. Um, ball control strength is very nice. So let's scroll down to recent performance. Um, Sorry, you doing that, Alex? Uh, we've had a ten pound super chat in from Alex 5 Thank you very much for that. 
He's just happy new year, lads. Uh, 2022 was the best year of my life, mainly due to Newcastle's success. Roll on 23. Squad depth statement signing if we are com to compete in Europe. How are the lads? Uh, thank you very much, Alex. Uh, carry on, Alex. So, yeah, funny, funny 11 here. As you can see, they've got Dante, Ross Barkley. Uh, they've got Pepe. They've got Schmeichel in goal. Um, so they've got a lot of ex-Premier League players. They've also got Aaron Ramsey on their books as well. So a lot of players that... that Everybody will know Ross Barkley, um, Nicholas Pepe. Wow, it is literally, isn't it? It's it's like they've gone to the scrap heap and just said, "Right, come to us." They've got some nice players though. Um, mm. This this guy was linked with um, a lot of clubs as well in, in recent transfer window, Jean Claire Turbido. Um But anyway, this is the guy we're looking at, Kevin Turam in midfield. So they play in a funny wing back system. He plays as part of a two. He's got to cover a lot of ground. Um, there have been question marks over, over his age and suitability at playing in a six. Mm -hmm. um, I I share those concerns. I uh, Bruno is 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 maybe not peak necessarily, but he's close to peak age. He's well, what's Bruno now? Twenty five, nearly twenty six. Um, he covers so much ground. He's got the athleticism. He can draw the fouls. He can do all the tackles. Um, it takes a bit of um, a bit of aware. It takes a lot of awareness to play in Bruno's position the way he plays it. That's why John Joe Shelby is the understudy um, because Shelby's got that experience and mentality to play there. And Longstaff has done okay in that role, but it's a really tough role in our system. Yeah. Um, and there are a couple of concerns that he might not be suitable necessarily. Um, not suitable. Wrong word. Um, it's a tough role. I, I just. And our fans are quite critical. If we have an issue, like with the nil-nil against Leeds, a lot of people spat their dummies out, you know. And I worry that we we buy we buy a younger six, he makes a few mistakes, and he gets mm. crucified for it. It's a hard role. It's a really hard. Not everybody's going to come in and be Botman. Like it's 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 an anomaly. It really is. Um, players make mistakes, especially younger players, especially when they're touching the ball all the time and they're constantly having to do things. But anyway, let's, let's look at this game. So 84% pass accuracy, 32 out of 38, a couple of long balls, big chances created. Not as good on, on the duels in this game. He's normally a lot better than that. Uh, drew a few fouls. Uh, can I see the tackles? There we go. Two tackles, th uh, three tackles, two interceptions uh, in this game. Uh, and how did they do in this game? Did they win? Uh they, it was nil-nil. Oh, lovely. Nice, nice and boring. But at least he did his defensive duties. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I've only watched this guy once in person. and I, I really like him. I think he's a great player. But again, we, we've got this, this issue with um, where do people play? With this, with with Madison, I think it's it was very clear when we talked about Madison, he was going to play in an offensive role. He's either going to be a right sided number eight or he's going to play mm -hmm. out out wide. It was very very obvious where that was going to be. But now we're starting to talk about these different midfielders. Is it going to be is it going to be where Longstaff plays or is it going to be where Bruno plays? Yeah. Um, personally, I would prefer somebody like Kone from uh, is it Mönchengladbach he plays for. Mm -hmm. um, Who's who's a little bit older and I think possibly a little bit safer in that yeah. role. Um, incredible player, incredible player. But right now we're at that point where we might as well just try and pick the best fit. Mm. Why not? Yeah, I, I, I quite like him. He's, he fits the age bracket as well. Twenty-one. He's got a lot of you know. He's not the finished article. He's got a long way to go. 
Um, and who better than to guide He's him up that absolute unit as well? Yeah, but who better to guide him through than Eddie Howe? You know, you, you, the way he is with players, the, what he does with players. Um, yeah, for me, uh, you know, he would add to the squad depth as well, which would be uh, which would be fantastic. Uh, Spike Milligan, thank you very much. One hundred pound super chat. That is really generous, my man. Thank you so much. Uh, he says, "Happy New Year to the Tune Review family and all the best for 2023." Spike, thank you very much, and thank you for all your donations during the year and um, your continued one. That is incredible. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that, my friend. Um, Espen says, Isak just shows how bad Ashworth is. That's a pathetic comment. Worst of the day. Um, really bad Ashworth is. My God, look at the players he's brought in already, man. And not just for the first team. Look at the youth that he's brought in already. Uh, have so a word for yourself. But that comment's based on what? His injury? Well, when he's played, be. he's played I mean, really well. Yeah. So he's, he's already got two. Is it two goals for us? Um, yeah, he, got, what, he scored a very three, good penalty. Two goals in three and games. And he, he scored a wonderful with the finish at Liverpool. Uh, yeah. yeah, he should have had. He should have had another one at Liverpool, without a doubt. The, the, the only game where he didn't score was the Palace game, and he went close. Um, so unless you're on about that one game, it, it's got to be the injuries he's not happy with, which... Yeah. It, Nobody wants to get injured. He's not done it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, Stu says, hopefully Maxi starts tomorrow and Joe is back in the midfield. Uh, well, well, of course, we'll talk about that tonight. Uh, don't forget, 8 o'clock tonight, we have the Newcastle United Arsenal preview uh, where we'll be looking at potential lineups, uh, predictions and things like that. Uh, should be another great show. So join us at 8 p.m. for that one. Uh, and of course, you've got live commentary of the game tomorrow with myself. Um, and possibly cool commentary from Billy again. Uh, but we are really looking forward to that. Um, from what time's kickoff tomorrow? Is it eight o'clock? I think it's uh, that, that is a great question. I'm not sure. Uh, but even if it, it, uh, it, it's live on telly, I think, but even you know, knock the commentary off, as I say, and uh, watch it on the tune review. Uh, Dean says, uh, All right, lads, later the party. If we take two ram out the equation, what striker or wide forward do you want to see come to the tune? Um, <sighs> Madison for me, I'll keep saying it. I mean, I, I, Madison can play there, and he makes a big difference. But we're forgetting that we've already got Miggy, um, who I it thought depends. came alive again in the second half against Leicester, and was was unlucky. He did he did run out of steam though in the final. Yeah, but 10 I minutes. think if if, if, so. if he had someone who played a little better finishing than Mister Longstaff, he would have had a couple of assists. Yeah, I mean that that's that's where it's tough to improve the squad. I completely agree with what Eddie Howe says in his press conferences. It's hard to improve the squad because if this is the exact conversation we're having about Yuri Tielemans is if we bring in somebody who can who can finish those Longstaff chances, that's great. But they've also got to do the dirty work that Longstaff can do. They've got to be able to do both. Um, and that's hard because Longstaff's, well, when we did have access to the work rate data, he was mm. right up there in, in not he just was. the Premier League, in Europe. So they've yeah. got to be able to do all of it. Um, mm. It's hard to improve the squad. And I think yep. Shane's comment there was a bit open. If we've got to pick any wide forward, that could be anybody. I'd, I'd take the Georgian guy from Napoli if I if I could pick anyone because we've been linked with him and he's he's just a oh, freak he, of nature. Is that him? He's the, the KK. He's the yeah, so we call Kfad, him. We call, Kelly, yeah, we, we call him him on the channel. So he's just going to be called him. Him, him from yeah. Napoli. Uh, Tony, good afternoon to you. Uh, if you haven't seen Tony's channel, go and have a look at it. All black and white TV. And he says, hi, Paul and Alex. Happy New Year. And I would love us to sign Kone. From Munch and Gladbach, along with Turam. Um, Wait, which Turam? I'm guessing he means the forward if he's picking Kone. Yeah, possibly. The other yeah. one. 
Um, Marcus. Marcus Turam. Uh, although he did look class against Liverpool, just hope he can stay fit. Look, he could come back and just fit. The thing is with Isak, right? I, I, I know I'm a little frustrated about the Isak situation, and I've I've made that known in videos and on live shows and things like that. Um, it just really, but he could come back, and when he's fit, he could just play the rest of the season. He's not going to be rushed back. That's a certainty. We know that Eddie doesn't do that with players, so we just just have to wait. We can um, look at his minutes if you want. To kind of clear this up, I mean, I've got it. I've got it on screen. I've got Isak's minutes, um, so you can actually see his Real Sociedad minutes. So in the 2020-21 season, uh, he he had 30 starts with 2,300 minutes, and then the following season, 26 starts with 2,100 minutes. Mm. So and then he moved to us. So he's he's been fine. He's been playing full seasons. So there's no underlying issues here. He just just got an injury. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. Let's um, not let's not panic about the situation. Uh, Zishan, thank you for your four bang forty nine uh, super chat. He says, "Hi guys, haven't seen much of Isak, but those two finishes against Liverpool proved to me he will be a good striker once he's back." Yeah, exactly. Uh, Abs is too early to judge Isak, but from what I have seen, I have been impressed. Yeah, look, he hasn't really. If we, he hasn't really had the time to come in, to, to gel with the team yet. He's had three games and he, he hasn't had the time, you know, and, and he's, he's new to the Premier League as well. So you've got to take all those factors in. Um, so let, let's just wait on Isak and, and we'll see. Um, uh, Isak uh, has age on his side. He can improve and build under how. Um, uh, if you weren't getting your hair dyed green every weekend, you'd have more time to read the comments. It says Tony, shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've signed Kefran plenty of times on FIFA. He's an absolute boss. Um, injuries change players. Uh, well, they do, but uh, yeah. Uh, Genk says, uh, did you hear what Klopp says? They're not going to splash the cash already in 12 months. Spent 200 million for three players. Strange fella. Well, we know what he's like, Jurgen Klopp, don't we? Uh, he's uh, a little bit um, silly. Uh, I like coffee. He says uh, Klopp has a problem if we sign players, but won't comment on Chelsea's because they stick together. Uh, James says Isak starts over Wilson. Uh, you don't know how good Isak is. Clearly, yeah, well, nobody's seen the best of him at Newcastle yet, but we've seen the best of his finishing without a shadow of a doubt. Because that the, the two goals against Liverpool, uh, well, one disallowed, were absolute quality. There is no doubt about that. So, mm. um, Isak plays either left or right of a front three at Real Sociedad. Rarely thought the middle is a number nine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was it was a funny. He he did play in the first season like that, and then and then it changed to him and Kubal were like a funny strike partnership, mainly because they had David Silva in the ten, and they were trying to just make it work. And it worked amazingly, but that, yeah. that's not to say he can't play in certain roles. The only thing that does get overstated or understated is he's not very good in the air. Um, mm. A lot of people seem to think, a lot of commentators keep saying about missing the aerial presence of, he, he's not that good in the air. His data is terrible for it. But he's just yep. very good. He's very technical. Um, indeed. Andrew says, lads, we have talked about the fact Leicester look like they need a decent goalkeeper. And we so happen to just have recalled one. Uh, Yuri in January and James Madison in the summer. Interesting. Uh, it, it, it's certainly uh, worth uh, worth noting. It's a very I mean, logical shout. That's it, for sure. it certainly is. Yeah. Uh, James says, uh, "I suggest you go and watch his goals 
uh, is ball striking is elite, far better than Wilson. Uh, again, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, they're different uh, players. Wilson just Wilson yeah. doesn't take twenty yard shots and tries outrageous things. Well, he does, but Wilson's a very much a poacher. Um, he presses and then poaches, and everything that he does is is in and around a small area in the box. It's just how he plays. He waits for the high value chances. Um, Bob says, "Would you put a sneaky bid in for Smith Raw? Great potential. I like Smith Raw. I have to say, I, I think he's got. I agree with Bob. He's he's got great potential. But I think, um, I think Arteta will be certainly not want to lose somebody like Smith Raw. He's not going to sell a youth, an English youth player with a number ten shirt. It's not going to happen. He'd cost an arm and a leg, and an extra leg and an extra arm. But it, no, it's not going to happen." Yeah, unless the player tries to force it, then indeed. Uh, there's there's lots of people having to go at Espen for his. I think he's a wind up. Yeah, I, I do think that Espen's just trying to wind people up. Uh, James says Isak, after his best season, was one of three players under 22 to score so many goals. The other two, Mbappe and Haaland, tells you he's everything. He's a lot you better need. than people think. He is a yeah. lot better than people think. People have forgotten. Yeah, definitely. Foxy says Kefran, decent player, but again, there's levels. Uh, and for that position, we should be looking at better. Uh, indeed. Uh, right. Who's the final one we uh, we concentrating on today? It is Furland Mendy. Yeah. So a few people were mentioning this at the start of the show. So, yeah, we'll review him. He has been linked. Um, I don't see this happening personally. I think this is nonsense. I think the fact that he's on such obnoxious wages uh, already. Well, it's Real Madrid. It's not. It's standard for Real Madrid. Let's 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 be fair. Uh, so it's what's that in in real money? One hundred and seventy-seven thousand a week. So he would have to be taking a wage drop unless we break our our policy um, contract. He's still got a reasonable amount left. Expires in the summer of twenty twenty-five. Um, he's twenty-seven years old. Well, twenty-seven. Well, twenty-seven and a half. Um, he is a top, top, top quality left back. There's a reason he's at Real Madrid. Uh, 350 minutes in the Champions League, just under 1,000 minutes in La Liga. He's got an assist. And if we scroll down, look at that. Lovely passing, dribbling is is outrageously good. Um, I think would be really good in our system. It would mean we could play, we wouldn't have to play this wonky system. Uh, we, could, mm. we could theoretically play, um, just play a traditional balanced both fullbacks go up. Uh, obviously, the problem is with doing that is somebody's got to stay back. It means the si- normally the six would have to provide more wide cover. So it mean it means that Bruno wouldn't be able to do Bruno things. This is this is the huge thing. So um, this is important. What I'm about to say now that so it's, it's really important is that the left back we sign is directly linked to whoever we sign in defensive midfield. It is they they go hand in hand because the way we can stop playing burn at left back if we want to if we want an attacking left back we have got to then tinker with that midfield because Bruno can't do so much bombing forward um, with an attacking left back we we wouldn't be able to do that because mm-hmm. um, w- if you remember last year we we did kept talking about how there was that huge hole in behind target all the time yeah. Um, that suddenly doesn't happen anymore because he's addressed it tactically. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever we get a left back, we're also going to have to fix the midfield to 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 accommodate that. We can't just you know we, we've got to do both. Um, so it, there is a tax in theory. We've got to do we've got to fix two positions if we're going to get a left back. 
that, that is this profile. Um, unless we're just going to leave him at the back, which completely defeats the object of him. Yeah. Um, so interestingly, he is his second closest stat match is Michelle Bakker, who were, we were linked with right the way back 12 months ago in the January transfer window of last year. Um, so it's it's interesting that he's a he's a close match to that. Maybe he's on some list somewhere in in their in their black book. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing player, elite level player. There's a reason. Is it Real Madrid? Uh, if we go on his transfer marked, I'm bringing up his transfer marked purely because they seem to think that there's a fifty three percent. Yeah, wow. I don't know why that's on there, but it, it's on there. I thought I thought it'd be worth saying that that transfer mm-hmm. marked. They also tweeted about it as well. Um, so they they think it's um, concrete enough to to start you know talking about online. Yeah. Um, Senegalese descent. FS management is a player agent, which um, I didn't actually look at them. But uh, what about his international caps? Where is he? Uh, nine caps for France. Yeah, elite player, mm. but he's gonna cost an absolute uh, arm and a leg. Mm. Well, we're going to have to break our wage structure, pay an absolute fortune, and then we're going to have to restructure the, the midfield. So, yeah, it's great in theory. The thing is, but... Alex, it, it, there is going to be that time where we do have to break the wage structure. It is going to happen. Uh, it's it's a question of when, not if. So, you know, if a player like Mendy is available uh, and we can get him, then surely that is that has to be the mindset. We 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 do have to break it at some point to to attract these players. Yeah, I, I think my my personal opinion on this is we need the income guaranteed first, whether it's um, qualifying for a European competition mm-hmm. and some sponsorships or one or the other. Uh, I think once we've got that, then I think that they will then start to kick on again. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be much of the same. They're either going to do what they've done in the last two windows or a little bit less. Um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we need, we need some more income to, to justify, especially with the wage structure, because um, we talked about this on previous shows. A lot of the players that we're getting rid of, we're having to subsidize a lot of their wages um, because they're on forty to 60,000 and we're loaning people out or getting rid of them to championship clubs and the championship clubs don't want to pay forty to 60,000. Um and I'm a little bit worried that it's going to be a similar situation for Fraser. Wherever he goes, I'm concerned that we're going to have to pay part of the wages again for another player. Yeah. Um, yeah. So f- fingers crossed we can we can start to get rid of players and not have to k- keep paying for them. That would be nice. Uh, Mark says, afternoon, boys. Just seen the Top Gun video. Uh, quality. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> um, right. Well, there you go. That is the transfer show done and dusted for today. Uh, now, as you well know, in this transfer window, uh, things can change very, very quickly at Newcastle United. Um, so any news uh, that we do have, uh, we will either bring you a video or we will go live. Now, obviously, um, with going live, uh, Alex obviously has his job to think about as well. It's it's difficult when uh, it's not bank holiday, etc. Uh, but we will bring you these shows as much as we can. Uh, if it has to be on a night time, then that's fair enough. We will do it on a night time because the news is going to come thick and fast with Newcastle United over the next few weeks. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it, it's it's very exciting. Uh, tonight, we do have the preview for the Arsenal 
game. We will look back at the Leeds game as well because we didn't manage to fit in a review for that. So we will look back at that and uh, it will be a very exciting time. There may well be more news to bring you by the time we go on air again at 8 o'clock. You just don't know. Um, but I will be bringing regular videos out uh, throughout the transfer window of uh, obviously any news and things like that. And then we'll discuss them more uh, with the guys on, on the live shows. So very, very well, very much to look forward to on the channel, uh, certainly from, from now on. We're hoping for a big 2023 on the channel. Uh, very close to 16,000 subscribers now, so thank you very much, everybody. Uh, do hit the subscribe button if you're new to the channel. But before you leave the show today, please do hit that like button before you you, uh, you cancel it off. Uh, it really does mean the world to us as a channel and does help us a lot uh, in the algorithms and things like that. So please do hit the like button. Uh, but thank you to everyone that super chatted as well uh, and become new members this afternoon. Really, really do appreciate it as usual. Uh, thank you to the mods again. Fantastic job on what is a busy, busy show today. Um, thank you, Alex, again. And uh, thank you very much, everybody, for watching. And we will see you tonight, 8 p.m. Uh, God knows what the news will be then. We could have more news to bring you, but we'll be previewing the Arsenal game, looking back at Leeds. How are the lads? We'll see you tonight at 8 o'clock. Good afternoon. <laughs>